0: Uh, Hey, Casey, you there? I'm here. Oh, hey. Hey, babe.
1: Hi, how you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. So today we're going over more of the Bible. Yay! And we're leaving uh, the laws, and we're starting back with some story. Um, We do have to wrap up because, you know, last time God telling us that he's going to make us eat our children just wasn't enough. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about uh, blessings that you get. When, uh, you follow the law, mainly fucking. And, uh, then there's the curses, uh, which are numerous and pretty much any bad thing that happens to you is a curse from God. And that's why you see so many politicians that blame like, you know, abortion, uh, for massive hurricanes and autism and shit. Um... (laughs) That's a legit thing that happened. I know. (laughs) Uh, And then we're going to be getting on into how God has kept his covenant and you should feel like shit for not because this is like the fourth fucking time he's had to have a covenant with you people, which I have to say is a really great metaphor for my personal relationship with God. While I was a Christian, because it's like, oh, please let me pass this test and, you know, I'll be a good Christian. And I wasn't a fucking good Christian. (laughs) I didn't give a fuck. And then, and then I would, I would come back and I'd be like, please let me do this, right? And then, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a good Christian after that either. So, I mean, you know,
1: I never did that.
0: Well, you were a better Christian than I.
1: No, I just didn't believe in God.
0: Oh, okay. Um, And then they're going to talk about how the covenant's perpetual, which is interesting considering Jesus wipes that shit away like it was a snot bubble.
1: Um, (laughs) Where do you come up with this stuff?
0: uh, Just randomly off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're going to talk about warning Israel because they haven't been warned enough for the last two books or so. I mean, I don't know. And we're gonna spend a little bit of time on like forgiveness, which is like one percent of what God has to say. Uh, and then there's the covenant about it being easy, which I have to say, dipping a bird in its own in, in the blood of its brethren to clean cleanse a house after it's been moldy as shit. That's pretty simple. And then we're just gonna do a whole bunch of bookkeeping at the end with. Um, Building an altar, confirming shit, and doing a ceremony like they always do. So that's what we have today. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back after after the intro.
1: Yeah, you did pretty good.
0: I know, right? Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, it's really early, so I mean, I probably was paying attention more so than normal. It's 11.15. Still. <laughs> What's up, Heathens? How, How y'all, y'all doing? doing? Uh, today we're going through what you've already uh, what I've already kind of told you. So um, I hope that you're ready for it. And anybody that's looking for a strictly dry reading of the Bible, do not expect that here. Go ahead, click the fuck off this video, please.
1: Yes, if you're looking for a dry reading of the Bible, go to um, what's that other Bible podcast?
0: Oh no, that particular person <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> like. Go watch Jake and Hugo. Jake and Hugo, they have a really good <laughs> They have a good <laughs> podcast, but it wouldn't be the kind of podcast that they would want.
1: Go watch Jake and Hugo. <laughs> Maybe if they hear enough dick jokes, they'll fucking relax. <laughs> As if they do not have dick jokes here. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, this is something that I feel that we need to to address though, is that uh, somebody commented with I was expecting like a serious reading of the Bible. Uh, in order to I guess uh, inform herself and apparently our jokes at the beginning or the way that we intro the the video is not up to her her par which is just a dry reading of the Bible um and I think Hugo and Jake uh, they are they they do a really good bible podcast or, or study thing uh, and I think that for anybody that would be Great, but um, not for, for her. Not her, like a dry reading of the Bible.
1: But I really want to like see her face when she goes and watches Jake and Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come back to our podcast and be like, "Never mind, I, I'm good here." <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like they they do a cold open that's not related to anything that they're talking about, but it works for them. And yeah. So I, I I like to I like to play off of, of what we're going to be learning that day. So I mean, you know, I like
1: Jake people. and Hugo.
0: Yeah, I I like their shit, too. I started listening to them, and then we kind of tossed around the idea of doing this, and that's how we got here. Uh, So, fuck off, woman. Go and listen to some Christian. (laughs) So, today, Casey, let's start it off. Where are we starting at?
1: Well, so we're going to be in Deuteronomy, starting in chapter 26. um, And we're going to skip around a little bit in Deuteronomy because they like to do – the way this book is set up is kind of to do things in order, um, like uh, chronologically, in time. Instead of jumping all over the place like the Bible does, which is one of the reasons that it is so fucking hard to read, right? Yes. For people. Um, Because if you sit down and you try to read the Bible from start to finish, it's just – it doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of times. And it's – a lot of people have a tough time getting through it, especially the books of Moses. I agree. Okay. So – in this section, we're going to talk about the covenant with God and how important it is, obviously, because we haven't talked about that before. Um, but it, it there's the gray boxes we've talked about at the beginning of the cha- – well, not chapter, but the beginning of the section. And it says in this one, breach of the covenant will occur when a breach of the law occurs. And breach of the law can easily occur. <laughs> Which we know, and I'm glad they recognize how easily and accidentally a breach of the law can occur. You eat string cheese like a goddamn savage. (laughs) You know, this motherfucker bites like string cheese, like like bites, like, like it's like a stick of cheese that he just bites and doesn't pull the pieces apart. It's savage.
0: You know, I was pulling the pieces apart and I took one bite like that.
1: (laughs) It shall all be eaten as string.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> these rules and laws can easily be broken, yes. and I like how they set them up to easily be broken, because that kind of creates this reoccurring, like, repentance. And then- well, yeah,
1: it keeps them perpetually in a state of asking for forgiveness, so they have to be good to get it. And so it, it essentially is making sure that they're going to be following the rules for the most part, and they have these Easy laws to break so that they're in this perpetual state of needing forgiveness so that they don't break any of the big laws, you know, Mm -hmm. like they have all of this little shit that doesn't really matter necessarily. But like if they do something little, it's still a big deal because all sin is equal. Right. Right. So Deuteronomy chapter 26, uh, the Lord, your God commands you this day to follow these decrees and laws, carefully observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have declared this day that the Lord is your God and that you will walk in his ways, that you will keep his decrees, commands and laws, and that you will obey him. And the Lord has declared on this day that you are his people, his treasured possession as he promised, and that you are to keep all his commands. He has declared that he will set you in praise, fame, and honor high above all the nations. He has made that you will be a people holy to the Lord your God as he promised. So, that's just the first section. And then we're going to go on to uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, blessing of fruitfulness.
0: So, what was that like, what was the previous verse? To what? Was it like Deuteronomy? 28. That
1: was 26, 16 through 19.
0: And then we skip to 28. Yeah. See how coherent this is?
1: Well, yeah, it makes sense to do it this way instead of how it is written because there's a bunch of – this shit actually goes together. Yeah. Instead of it just being a few verses in the middle of nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I love how Christians are like, you're taking that shit out of context. And I'm like, the whole fucking thing is written out of context. (laughs) Like, unless you pull it apart and reorder it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So, Deuteronomy 28 – Blessing of fruitfulness. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send you a blessing on your barns and everything you put your hand to. The Lord, your God, will bless you in the land he is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised you On oath, if you keep his commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you an abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, the crops of your ground, in the land he swore to your forefathers to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. he, uh, You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not aside from any of these commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. So
0: basically, if you're on top, then that means you're all copacetic with God. But then if something bad happens, that means somebody somewhere fucked up. Yes. See, this is a great way to sow derision in your own society and Mm -hmm. like create like basic witch hunts because, because then it's like, Oh shit, Jimmy got autism. Who fucked up? Yeah. Who did not dip the one blood, the one bird into the blood of its brethren before cleansing the fucking house (laughs)
1: Well, and yeah, it's interesting because you actually see this today in Christians. If you watch, I don't know if any of you watch Anthony Magnabosco. If you don't, why the fuck not? You should go find him. Um, but when he talks to people, there are so many people who say, "Well, I just feel like when I pray and I follow God's, you know, word, that my life goes better." And there are tons of people who legit believe that, and that believe when things in their life are going bad, that the way to fix them is to follow more closely to God's word. Yeah, and, and I mean, so that is still something that is really ingrained in people,
0: right? And um, the faith healers use that a lot too. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: that if if you follow God and you believe in God, then He'll cure you of anything. Because of passages like this. So, I mean, this this whole idea is still pervasive to modern day like Christians.
1: Yeah, so my mom uh, just recently got back from a European cruise, and she was in Croatia. And I can't remember the town in Croatia that she was in, but there is a um, convent in Croatia in which there are very few nuns left, but there are still some. And there is one that has been there since the 70s, the 1970s. And back in the 1970s, and I I think that's when it ended, possibly the 80s, I can't remember. But what they used to do is the nuns would bring um, women, women with children, with, you know, sick children would come to the convent and ask for God to heal their children. Well, the cure was... (laughs) This, this convent was set up on a cliff, right? So the nuns would tell the mothers, throw your child, throw your baby off the side of the cliff if the, and pray, pray. And if you pray hard enough and believe enough, then your baby will be fine and survive. If the baby doesn't survive, it's because you, you didn't have enough faith. Yeah. And they would throw babies off of the side of the cliff. Like I mean, it was it's unbelievable. So and and women would do it. And so that's how ingrained this is in them, how important their faith in following God's word is, that they will kill their own children. Yeah. Thinking that they're doing the right thing.
0: Well, yeah, and not only yeah, well, not only thinking that they're doing the right thing, but blaming themselves. Yeah. Like as as if well, like, of course, they are to blame for fucking chunking their kids off a cliff.
1: But that's not what they would blame themselves no, for. No,
0: they blame themselves because apparently the child didn't survive because they didn't adhere to God's word hard enough. Yeah, they like, didn't have enough faith. That's the reason why, like, that's the reason why they uh, they felt like the kid died, not because they chunked them off a fucking cliff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it, this is still, like, pervasive. Yeah. Uh, everywhere not just croatia but you know over here in the americas too
1: yeah yeah i thought that was a pretty interesting story the nuns gave oh yeah the the nuns gave uh my mom this little um trinket from when she was when she was there they were handing it to some people
0: was was it an was it a woman throwing a baby into the air (laughs) like off a cliff no
1: no (laughs) that's
0: a little trinket (laughs) here you go commemorating our greatest tradition killing babies (laughs)
1: Well, you know, it's funny because they they you think about that and it's like, "Oh, well, they did that a long time ago." Not no, that no. long ago. I mean, the 1970s. It's like was, last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, they did it in all the way up until the 70s. And uh. that's like that is that is still way too recent. Like if they're doing that in the Renaissance time period, like mm, not that it's okay. I'm just saying I understand a little more cuz they're dumb. But like <laughs> <laughs> But, like, all the way till the 1970s, there's nuns in Croatia throwing – well, the nuns weren't throwing the babies off the cliffs, but the mothers are throwing babies off cliffs. Nobody gets charged with anything. Like, babies die and it's, like, not a problem. Mm -hmm. It's really, really bizarre. Okay. So we got super sidetracked and we have a lot to cover. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about the curses. You ready?
0: Oh, great. The curses. Yes. Every bad thing ever, curse from God. Okay. Just watch.
1: Yes. However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and you do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. The fruit of your womb will be cursed in the crops of your land and the calves of your heads and the lambs of your flocks. You will be cursed when you come in and cursed when you go out. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you put your hand to, until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you have done in forsaking him. The Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with the wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, with blight and mildew, which will plague you and you until you perish. The sky over your head will be bronze, the ground beneath you iron. The Lord will turn the rain of your country into dust and powder, and it will come down from the skies until you are destroyed. <laughs> okay.
0: Awesome. It's going to rain hellfire.
1: Yeah, you ready? Now, now we're to two. oppression.
0: Uh-oh, oppression. Uh-huh.
1: The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will come at them from one direction, but flee from them in seven. And basically everything reversed, right, from what we talked about before. Um, And you will become a thing of horror to all the kingdoms on earth. Your carcasses will be food for all the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. And there will be no one to frighten them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, festering sores and the itch, from what you which you cannot be cur- cured. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness and confusion of mind. At midday you will grope about like a blind man in the dark. You will be <laughs> unsuccessful in everything you do. Day after day you will be oppressed and robbed with none to rescue you.
0: You'll <laughs> you'll have to grope about like a blind man in a woman's restroom.
1: <laughs> That's Donald Trump, honey. (laughs) You will be pledged to marry to a woman, but another will take her and ravish her. You will build a house, but you will not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will not even begin to enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will eat none of it. Your donkey will be forcibly taken from you and you will, and will not be returned. Your sheep will be given to your enemies and no one will rescue them. Your sons and daughters will be given to another nation and you will wear out your eyes, watching for them day after day, powerless to lift a hand. A people that you do not know will eat what your land and labor produce, and you will have nothing but cruel oppression all of your days. This Sights you will see have nothing. Uh, the sights you see will drive you mad. The Lord will afflict your knees and legs with painful boils that cannot be cured, spreading from the soles of your feet to the top of your head.
0: It, you know, I, I I like the one caught my my attention. Like it said mm-hmm. that you will be betrothed to a woman, and then somebody will come take her and ravish her. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that meant, like, a guy will come seduce her and, like, cause her to cheat on you or something or literally take her away and rape her. But, I mean, I think either way, it could end up with killing the woman.
1: Frankly, it doesn't matter because the point is that some other dude is going to fuck this dude's woman. And so it doesn't really matter how that happens or the woman's, you know.
0: Well, yeah, place in it. Well, no. Well, what what I mean is, is that God is going to do this to punish the guy for not following his rules. Yeah. But then the rules also say to kill that woman for having sex with another person. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems to be like there's a catch 22 there. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to cause your wife to cheat on you and we're going to kill her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the point is, follow what he says or he will fuck you up in every way from Sunday.
0: Hashtag these people are savage as fuck.
1: Yeah. All right. You ready? We're not done yet.
0: Damn.
1: The Lord will drive you and the king you set over uh, you to a nation unknown to your fathers. There you will worship other gods, gods of wood and stone. You will become a thing of horror and an object of scorn and ridicule to all the nations where the Lord will drive you. You will sow much seed in the field, but you will harvest little because locusts will devour it. You will plant vineyards and cultivate them, but you will not drink the wine or gather the grapes because worms will eat them. You will have olive trees throughout your country, but you will not use the oil because the olives will drop off. You will have sons and daughters, but you will not keep them because they will go into captivity. Swarms of locusts will will take over all your trees and the crops of your land. The alien who lives among you will rise above you higher and higher, but you will sink lower and lower. He will lend to you, but you will not lend to him. He will be the head and you will be the tail. All the curses that will come upon you, they will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the Lord your God and observe the commands and decrees he gave you. They will be a sign and a wonder to you and your descendants forever. We're still not done. All right. Because you did not serve the Lord your God joyfully and gladly in the time of prosperity, therefore in hunger and thirst and in nakedness and dire poverty, you will serve the enemies of the, the Lord sends against you. He will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a nation against you from far away, from the ends of the earth like an eagle swooping down, a nation whose language you will not understand, a fierce-looking nation without respect for the old or pity for the young. They will devour the young of your livestock and crops of your land until you are destroyed. They will leave you no grain. New wine or oil, nor any calves or heads of your lambs or flocks until you are ruined. They will lay siege to all of the cities throughout your land until the high fort- fortified walls w- in which you trust fall down. They will besiege all the cities throughout the land the Lord, the God, your God is giving you. Because of all the suffering that your enemy will inflict on you during the siege, you will eat the fruit of the womb. Babies. Oh. Atheists don't eat babies. Juicy babies. Juicy babies. <laughs> Spread it. Bad Jews.
0: Oh, bad Jews eat babies. Yeah,
1: Jews who don't follow the rules.
0: Yeah, the ones with the biggest noses.
1: That's what... What? (laughs) That's what God says. If you're a bad Jew, you will eat babies. Um, The flesh of the sons and the daughters the Lord has given you. Even the most gentle and sensitive man among you will have no compassion on his own brother or the wife he loves or his surviving children. He will not give to one of them any of the flesh of his children that he's eating.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Stingy motherfucker. He's going to eat all the baby (laughs) flesh.
1: (laughs) It will be all that he has left because of the suffering your enemy will afflict on you during the siege of all of your cities. The most gentle and sensitive woman among you, so sensitive and gentle she would not venture to touch the ground with the sole of her foot, will begrudge the husband she loves And her own son or daughter, the afterbirth from her womb and the children she bears. For she intends to eat them secretly during the siege and in the distress that your family will inflict on you in your cities. God
0: damn. Secretly eat the babies? Yeah. How do you secretly eat a baby?
1: I don't know. It's like,
0: hey, Martha, didn't you have a baby the other day? No. (laughs) (laughs) I licked my lips in case you guys couldn't see.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: you, they definitely. <laughs> yeah, could I know. Not see. I know. That's the that's the joke.
1: <laughs> We're still not done. Oh, great. Okay, if you do not carefully follow all the words of this law, all the words of this law, every single not cherry pick one. and choose, fuckers, not cherry pick and choose. All the words of this law, which are written in this book and do not revere this glorious and awesome name, the Lord, your God, the Lord will send fearful plagues on you and your descendants, harsh and prolonged disasters and severe and lingering illness. He will bring upon you all the diseases of Egypt you dreaded and they will cling to you. The Lord will also bring on you every kind of sickness and disaster not recorded in this book of the law until you are destroyed. Awesome. We're still not done.
0: Oh, fuck me.
1: (laughs) You who were as numerous as the stars in the sky will be left but few in number because you did not obey the Lord your God. Just as it pleased the Lord to make you prosper and increase in number, so it will please him to ruin and destroy you. You will be "'uprooted from the land you are entering to possess. "'Then the Lord will scatter you among all nations "'from one end of the earth to the other. "'There you will worship other gods, "'gods of wood and stone, "'which neither you nor your fathers have known. "'Among those nations you will find no repose, "'no resting place for the sole of your foot. "'There the Lord will give you an anxious mind, "'eyes weary with longing and in dis- a despairing heart.'" You will live in constant suspense, filled with dread both night and day, never sure of your life. In the morning you will say, if only it were evening, and in the evening, if only it were morning, because the terror will f- that will fill your hearts and the sights that your eyes will see. The Lord will send you back in ships to Egypt on a journey I said you should never make again. There you will offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, like, he's like, it's going to be worse than when you were in slaves. You were slaves in Egypt. (laughs) It's going to be worse than that.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't I don't understand why they would think that this is actually true. I mean, it just seems like there's a whole bunch of, you know, bullshittery.
1: I mean, it's he makes it out to be like super scary, though. Like, I mean, if I didn't know, like, would you want to test it? Would you want to test this motherfucker? I wouldn't want to test this motherfucker.
0: I no, I would be scared to test the motherfucker. Uh, but at the same time, I would be like, "Well, okay. So if everything happened in the Bible as it says it happened, I get yeah, I would definitely follow this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, because I mean, obviously, I mean, he, he, I mean, he made people get bit by snakes and then cured them by having them gaze upon a snake-like staff,
1: mm-hmm. snake staff, right."
0: Right? And so, I mean, uh, honestly, uh, if all that happened, I probably would believe it. But at the same time, none of that shit actually happened. Yeah. So I don't know why anybody would, would believe it.
1: I don't know. They were scared, I guess. It's one of those things. They think their life goes better when they follow the rules. Yeah. So, okay. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 29. All right. This is how God has kept his covenant to the Israelites. Okay. All right. So Moses. Be good. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to all his land. With your own eyes, you saw those great trials, those miraculous signs and great wonders. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear during the forty years that I led you through the desert, your clothes did not wear out, nor, the, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. When you reach this place, Sion, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Basham, Bashan, "...came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh." Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything that you do. Uh, "...all of you are standing today in the presence of the Lord your God, your leaders and chief men, your elders and officials, and all other men of Israel, together with your children and your wives, and the aliens living in your camps who chop your wood and carry your water." You are standing here in order to enter into a covenant with the Lord, your God, a covenant the Lord is making with you this day and sealing with an oath to confirm you this day as his people, that he may be your God as he promised you. And as he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I am making this covenant with its oath, not only with you who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord, our God, but also with those who are not here today. Okay. So that's Moses talking to the Israelites. All right, so then we're going to go on and warn of forsaking as if the rest of the shit we just fucking did wasn't that. You yourselves know how we lived in Egypt and how we passed through the countries on the way here. You saw among them their detestable images of idols, of wood and stone, of silver and gold. Make sure there is no man, woman, clan, or tribe among you today whose heart turns away from the Lord our God to go and worship the gods of those nations. Make sure there is no root among you that produces such bitter poison. When such a person hears the words of this oath, he invokes a blessing on himself, and therefore he thinks, I will be safe even though I persist in going my own way. This will bring disaster on the watered land as well as the dry. The Lord will never be willing to forgive him. His wrath and zeal will burn against that man. All the curses written in this book will fall upon him, and the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. The Lord will single him out from all the tribes of Israel for disaster, according to all the curses of the covenant written in this book of law. Your children who follow you in later generations and foreigners who come from distant lands will see the calamities that have fallen on the land and the diseases with which the Lord has afflicted it. The whole land will be a burning waste of salt and sulfur, nothing planted, nothing sprouting, no vegetation. Growing on it, it will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeb, Zeboeim. Is that right? That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> which which the Lord overthrew in fierce anger. All of the nations will ask, why has the Lord done this to the land? Why why this fierce burning anger? The answer will be: it is because the people abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, the covenant he made with them when he brought them out of Egypt. They went off and worshiped other gods and bowed down to them, gods they did not know, gods he had not given them. Therefore the Lord's anger burned against this land, so he brought on it all the curses written in this book. His furious anger and great wrath, the Lord uprooted them from their lands and thrust them into another land as it is now. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may follow all the words of this law. Okay. Okay. Phew. That's, that's a lot of reading. It's a lot of threats. <laughs> okay. We're getting there. Okay. So forgiveness for repentance. All right. All right. When the blessings and curses I have set before you come upon you and you take them to heart wherever the Lord your God disperses among the nations. And when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul, according to everything I command you today. Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you even if you had been banished to the most distant land under the heavens from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back he will bring you to the land that belonged to your for- to your fathers and he will and you will take possession of it he will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul and live.
0: Hold on. Circumcise your heart? Yeah. What does that even fucking mean?
1: Um, cut out the bad parts? Uh,
0: no, that, that's not how hearts work. I mean, there's no, like, I don't know what bad part of your heart. The like- evil.
1: The evil.
0: Oh, is he talking about a metaphorical heart or a real heart? I think it might be I metaphorical. I think he's talking
1: about a real heart and a metaphorical circumcision.
0: Oh. Well, I mean, that's not how hearts work. That's hearts are also- just a muscle.
1: I, I'm aware of that.
0: <laughs> it's like, I'm going to cut the bad parts out of your leg. The evil parts, you know, the parts that make you want to say, fuck God. <laughs> just give me your calf and I'll just cut that bitch out.
1: <laughs> well, it has to be evil among them, right? It has to be evil within them.
0: Yeah, well, why why is it the heart? Why can't it be like your calf muscle?
1: Well, because that's not how I mean. Are we, you because, gonna say
0: that's not how it works? Because no, I, I mean, can guarantee you how the it, other way is it that works.
1: It is how it works, but like I mean, people say like, "Oh, I love you with all of my heart." You don't actually love with your heart, but it's just a way that people express. Well, no,
0: but I mean, that's the metaphorical heart. If well, yeah. If he's talking about the physical heart and it's like a metaphorical well, circumcision. Well, so it's a medical
1: it's a metaphorical heart and a metaphorical circumcision. Okay, so
0: it's just all metaphorical bullshit.
1: Well, it's Bible.
0: Bible. <laughs> all right, sorry for that detour.
1: That's okay. So basically he's saying in this section that even after all of these curses happen because you're evil and you do bad shit and you get scattered, if you really accept God into your heart again and obey his laws, then he'll bring you back and make it all better. Right.
0: If you really, really repent, if you, you really got to get repent. down and you got to, you got to take that God dick all the way deep down in your esophagus. <laughs> it's got to, it's got to tickle your stomach a little.
1: Oh, gross. Um, okay. So this, this particular, uh, few verses really kind of cracks me up. Now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it.
0: <laughs> it's in your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny because it's like it's not too difficult. but like the laws are ridiculous and there are so many of them. so and they have to reread them every seven years mm-hmm. to make sure that they fully know and understand them. So like you,
0: you would think that if they're easy, you wouldn't have to like rememorize shit every seven years. I it's, mean, I'm absurd. it's absurd.
1: It's absurd. Um, See, I set before you. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 30, by the way. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commands, decrees, and laws, and then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commands, decrees, and laws, and then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that I will that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land and you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that have set you before life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life, so that you and your children may live, and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him, for the Lord is your life. And he will give you many years in the land he swore to give your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. <clears throat> These are the terms of the covenant in the the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in Moab. In addition to the covenant he had made with them at Horeb. Okay, so that's the word, right? That's that's where they are. And then they build an altar. So Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, keep all the commands that I give you today. When you have crossed the Jordan into the land the Lord your God has giving you, set up some large stones and coat them with plaster. Write on them all the words of this law, when you have crossed over to enter the land the Lord your God has given you.
0: You know, that's got to be some pretty big fucking stones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, promised you. And when you have crossed the Jordan, set up these stones on Mount Ebal, as I command you today, and coat them with plaster. Build there an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. Do not use any iron tool upon them. Build the altar of the Lord your God with field stones, and offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. Sacrifice fellowship offerings there, eating them and rejoicing in the presence of the Lord your God. And you shall write very clearly. All the words of this law on these stones you have set up. Then Moses and the priests, who are Levites, said to all Israel, Be silent, O Israel, and listen. You have now become the people of the Lord your God. Obey the Lord your God and follow his commands and decrees that I give you today. Um, And then they have a ceremony of reminder. Um, On the same day that Moses commanded the people, When you have crossed the Jordan, these tribes shall stand on Mount Gerizim, Gerizim to bless the people. Simeon, Levi, Judah, Ishar, Joseph, and Benjamin. As these tribes stand on Mount Ebal to pronounce the curses, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and uh, Naphtali. The Levites Levites shall recite to all the people of the land of Israel in a loud voice. Ready? Cursed is the man who carves an image or casts an idol, a thing detestable to the Lord, the work of craftsmen's hands and sets it up in secret. Then all the people shall say amen. You want to be amens after I finish all the things? So uh, to-
0: oh, do I ever?
1: Okay, you be amens. Cursed is the man who dishonors his father and his mother. Amen. Cursed is the man who moves his neighbor's boundary stone. Amen. The boundary stone is like the land, right? Yeah. The land marker. Cursed is the man who leads the blind astray on the road. Amen. Cursed is the man who withholds justice from the alien, the fatherless, or the widow. Amen! Cursed is the man who sleeps with his father's wife, for he dishonors his father's bed. Amen? Cursed is the man who has sexual relations with any animal.
0: Amen!
1: (laughs) Cursed is the man who sleeps with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother.
0: Amen! Are you sure? Uh, Amen. Amen.
1: Cursed is the man who sleeps with his mother in law.
0: Amen. But what if she's hot?
1: (laughs) Hey. Uh uh.
0: (laughs) Amen.
1: Cursed is the man who kills his neighbor secretly. (laughs) How do
0: I know it? Anyway. Amen.
1: Cursed is the man who accepts a bribe to kill an innocent person. Amen. Cursed is the man who does not uphold the words of this law by carrying them out. Amen. Okay, so that's it. That was the that was the ceremony of reminder. But I think this is interesting. Hold on one second. One, two, three.
0: Amen! Oh wait, no, sorry. Okay,
1: okay hold on. There's twelve of them. And let's see. Uh one, two, three, four. 4 out of the 12, which is like a quarter of or a th- is that that's a third of the laws, right? Mm-hmm. Are about who you fuck.
0: <laughs> they really care about who you fuck. Also, how can you really know if somebody kills another person in secret? Like if if you kill another person in secret, who else is going to know?
1: I don't know, but there are there are 4 laws about who you fuck and only 2 about who you kill. <laughs>
0: All all, all all sins are equal, honey. Okay, so they're they're all on the same level, <clears throat> yeah. even the fucking of the goats.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that is all for today's episode.
0: Oh, awesome!
1: Yeah, so you wanna know what's going on next week? Oh,
0: why, do I ever?
1: Okay, so <laughs> next week we're gonna be transferring the leadership from Moses to Joshua.
0: Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, because that, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that one has a uh, predestination kind of worked into it that like yeah. what the sects of Christianity that believe in predestination. They pull a lot of their a lot of their stuff from like the how Joshua was picked and whatnot. Yeah. So.
1: Well, it's it's interesting because Moses is doing all of this preparation for the Israelites to go into the land of milk and honey,
0: uh-huh.
1: knowing that he's never going to set foot in there. Because right. he questioned God, like, once. so <laughs>
0: He um, questioned him
1: once. Well, I mean, he questioned him more than once. But, like, he, because he questioned him that one time and it pissed God off real bad. That's what he said. You mm. will never enter the land of milk and honey. And, you know, what's interesting is despite the fact that Moses has pretty much completely followed all of God's instructions and rules and everything and completely accepted everything – And to me, wouldn't that show, like, repentance?
0: I mean, you would think.
1: You would think it would show repentance, like we just talked about a little bit ago, um, and that Moses would be able to enter the land of milk and honey at that point because he said, if you accept me into your heart and follow all of my commands, then you will be forgiven and you will be brought back. Uh But God is not giving that to Moses. No? No. No.
0: No, he, I mean, obviously he wouldn't, I mean, he's only been Moses's like um, enforcer, I guess.
1: Yeah. So uh, Moses is preparing all of the people and he knows that he's going to have to die before they go into the land of milk and honey. So he has to transfer his authority to someone and he does that to Joshua. Uh-huh. Um, and... God in, – in Deuteronomy chapter 31, God foresees unfaithfulness um, uh, for the people and, you know, and God also gives Moses a song and tells Moses to keep the book, the law, the words of the law with the Ark of the Covenant, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Moses calls all the people together, all the Israelites together for an assembly and shares, recites the words of the song and it is super, super long. And so that's what we're going to do next time. And then we're also going to explain the importance of the song. So
0: Yay. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, (laughs) sure.
0: All right, heathens. Well, I appreciate everybody joining us today. It it was awesome hanging out with you guys. Uh, Join us next time when we talk about how Moses uh, is getting fucked over by God. Yeah. So we will see you heathens then.
1: Don't forget to stand up and use your voice.
0: Bye, heathens.
1: Bye, y'all.